and welcome back to Hollywood Dish, the show where we dish all things Hollywood. I'm Rebecca North. And I'm Nicole Rovine. And we're back after a bit of a hiatus. We're going to break down all the latest in pop culture and celebrity news so that you're informed heading into this weekend's SNL. We also have a guest this week, so we'll introduce him when the time is right. If you're watching on YouTube, you can already see their face. But before we bring in the guests, Nicole, how are you? What's your weekly update? I'm good. I it's, It feels like a really long time since the last time we were here. I, um, I've I went to a John Mayer concert since we last were here, which was amazing. Um, my my top two artists on Spotify in 2021 were John Mayer and Taylor Swift, which I understand how toxic that sounds. Um, it's a little <laughs> crazy, but whatever. Um, I have been watching so much television. I'm on the Euphoria kick. My my Succession era is. I've just decided it's going to be a forever kind of thing for me. Um, but I have started watching new shows so I'm not just thinking about succession all the time I'm watching euphoria I'm excited for the finale in a couple days um inventing Anna I watched on Netflix which I really really enjoyed I think a lot of the things other people didn't like about it that, that were cri- criticism of it were actually things I liked um do the accent and- do the accent Oh gosh, no! We're gonna do it. We're gonna you're gonna do it later in the night as, as we have we loosen up. I promise I'm gonna whip it out. Just stay tuned. It, it's not. We're, I'm not ready. I gotta warm up my my vocal uh, muscles and and such. But watching so much TV, I actually passed 281 Park today. This is not really a spoiler for the episodes because if you don't know what I mean, you won't. It doesn't. This doesn't matter to you at all. And if you do what I know what I mean, you know how cool it is that I just walked by 281 Park and smiled at the building and thought, oh, well, I'll leave it at that. Anything else I could say would be a spoiler. But I'm doing really well. I'm so excited to be back. Like, I really love being here whenever we're here and just catching up and talking about everything. So I'm I'm really good and I'm better now that we're here. How are you, Rebecca? What's your weekly update? I'm good. Um, nothing too crazy over here. A four-day work week, which you would think is really exciting. Like, I mean, growing up in school, like four-day weeks were the best. But as an adult now, it turns out four-day work weeks are the same amount of work in four days instead of five. So that's why we're wired right now. And just I was like overly caffeinated, then it faded, and I got back on the grind right before this. And um, just top of mind that we're not going to like talk about, but I cannot stop thinking about is if anyone here watches Drag Race UK versus the world, it is like an international all-stars of Drag Race because there are so many different franchises and spinoffs of that. So they've taken some of the best from all over the place. And the way that they do the eliminations is kind of Survivor-ish styled where they like they all vote, the winner votes on who they want off that week. And usually they've done this before, this format in Drag Race before. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but they've done this format and it's usually been fair game. But for some reason in this international all-stars, they are just chopping the front runner every single week. And it's like so crazy. And like my Twitter's blowing up. So if you follow me on Twitter, sorry, it's really only been Drag Race content this week, but just really exciting things. And check out Drag Race UK versus the world if you want to, and I see in the chat someone's interested, so DM me because I could talk about this for a whole podcast. Um, she really so, could. Yeah, I really could. <laughs> yes, and it's so crazy because, like, I when you explained this to me, I was like, at first, I was like, okay, what, what do you mean? And then I realized, okay, it's like Survivor because um, I don't watch a ton of Drag Race. I more I love it, like from the sidelines, but I don't put in the the hours and the work and the effort that that you do. <laughs> and so when I. Yes, but it's it's I really respect the hustle. And so once you connected it to Survivor, I was like, okay, that sounds 
so frustrating for a show like Drag Race because like mm-hmm. I'm just all you want to do is like crown the best of the best and I, I yeah and like, the winner I would be so the winner is not I mean granted as in like an all stars they're all really reputable but this is like I've never seen anything like this and I've seen all the all stars and all like the shenanigans that have happened there's usually like one gag per season and this has been every single week the elimination has been like absurd. And I see there's some hyping builds up in the chat. And um, before we move on, I think, Nicole, is it time to introduce our special guest? I think it is. So, yes, everybody in the YouTube chat, we've had a little secret, and it's time to unveil it. So we have a guest today. This is an amazing guest for this time because many of his interests are in the news. It would always be a great time to have this guest because they are so knowledgeable, so passionate about a lot of things in pop culture and the news that we talk about, but a lot of the things we want to talk about are things that this person is, dare I say, an expert on, and I just need to hear their opinions. So you know them. If you are if you follow us, if you are an OG, if you know the SNL Stats Days, you know this person very well. They are a panelist very often on the SNL Network shows. Often they take the host chair when they when we have super fan takeovers, and just like us, they, they kick John out of the host chair and, and have their own show. <laughs> and now... They're a guest, and we are so excited to welcome the one and only Sammy K. Sammy K. Hello. How are hello. you? Uh, I'm really good now after that uh, amazing introduction. I was saying before we started recording how, um, you know, I've always wanted to be that person on the podcast where, like, the two hosts are, you know, talking about, you know, how the show's going to go and whatever, and they're just kind of like awkwardly, you know, sitting in silence, and then they just kind of pop up. So, you know, something's been crossed off my bucket list today. But uh, I'm very, very excited to be here. And yeah, lots of topics. It's funny because uh, we talked about doing this like a couple of weeks ago was when I was booked. And then it just kind of the way the world kind of unfolded over the last week uh, feels like a very uh, timely episode for me to be on. Like you said, a lot of things I'm very interested in talking about. So excited to get into it. Yes, yes, we didn't plan that you would be here during a time when so many things that you're good, like that you love, would would be in the news. But you know, the 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 universe had such beautiful plans for all of us here today. It's we fate. That. It's fate. It, that it, it works in today. mysterious ways. I mean, it's funny because at first uh, when I did message you asking beyond, I mean, just to like really you know step back here. Um, sure. You know, when you guys first talked about doing the show, I was like, wow, this is something that's super up my alley. Like, would love. In my head, I, I didn't express this, but I'm like, oh, I would love to be a guest on this. And then uh, we were talking about Astro stuff, Nicole, and then I'm like, you know, I was just kind of like shooting my shot. I'm like, yeah, you know, this could be my audition to be on Hollywood Dish. And then um, I was left on red for like 24 hours. I'm just like, oh, okay, I, I, you know, I, I, I overstepped, but you know, it ended up working out. You, you did respond to my message and, uh, you know, bygones are bygones and I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Wait, can I Nicole just ask you? Built a, uh, suspense. That's I, I love the drama. I really yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask you on, on live right now, do I have uh, read receipts for our texts, you and me? Because I have uh, them for I don't, I don't, not I don't think we do. It's just, you know, I, I... Oh, it's the feeling. I know. Cause, but I do have them for I, I know, I know, you know, you're you're pretty... I mean, like me, I'm, I'm a very, like, online person, you know? So I'm like... I mean, Nicole's probably, you know, in the last 24 hours has been by her phone, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's the I, worst. I, I, like, did I not off the grid. Stories? I didn't go that far down the rabbit hole of like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I'm not a weird 
It's not as weird as I'm coming off right now. But. <laughs> no, no but like, just DM her if she's not answering your text. That's what I mean. Just try another. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if I don't answer on one platform, try me on any other and like yeah. I'll answer you somewhere. Send an sure. owl. I'm something. the opposite. I'm a text answer, <laughs> but I have so many DMs and people sending stuff to me that I'm so bad. Like Twitter and TikTok, yeah. especially like I save like TikTok is like what I like to do is I save it for when I'm really bored and my for you page isn't exciting. And then I go to mm-hmm. my conversation. And now it's like plus a hundred like things sent to me oh, no. and I just yeah. through all of them. It's exciting. So I'm a texter, not a DMer, but Nicole answers on like a Twitter DM <laughs> or Instagram like so quickly. I'm really yeah. bad at that yeah. too. And sometimes like when I'm catching up on stuff, I feel bad, you know, just giving them like the like, you know, like the heart on like <laughs> a, a video or an Instagram post. I'm like, I don't have something witty to reply or like a real take. So I just want to acknowledge that it's been read and not just like seen on yeah. the bottom. You know, I mean, there's a distinction there. <laughs> um, you know, we all have our own etiquette when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Okay. So I know we're going to talk all things pop culture, but we felt it really important to just briefly discuss something before we dive into all of the stories for this the week and all the exciting stuff. And just felt it important to just briefly talk about the war in Ukraine right now. While we like to keep things lighthearted here, it is really important to discuss something like this. So as written by the New York Times earlier this morning, Russian planes and missile launchers attacked Ukrainian cities and airports. The attacks spanned around much of the country. Ukrainians have been taking shelter in bus and subway stations and waiting in long lines of traffic out of their way of Kiev. And we just wanted to mention that and say our hearts go out to everyone in Ukraine. I know that there haven't been a lot of resources online for donations and all of that. I did see one thing that if you can't speak Ukrainian or Russian, there are certain areas to volunteers about refugees coming to the U.S. or helping uh, accommodate all of that. So just we do want to talk about a lot of the fun and exciting things, but we just had to mention this and just say that we're praying for everyone in Ukraine and our hearts go out to them. 100%. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that we'll see how much, obviously, sometimes here we talk about politics and political predictions and um you know we'll we'll see and next week we'll we'll talk about however SNL chooses to to process these events and how it'll distill all this really tough stuff going on into a way that America can both process and laugh at and help with and and realize that this is something that we all really need to pay attention to and um yeah i i i think we'll we'll definitely uh, talk about it next week if if it comes up on the show this this weekend um but yeah, so we wanted to definitely start with that. And we're going to talk now about another story, which is Britney Spears. We have a little tradition here on Hollywood Dish. I don't know <laughs> if you know this, Sammy, but the tradition basically is that we always, always talk about Britney Spears and predict that SNL will as well. And then every time <laughs> we have been wrong. That's the tradition here. And we're like, yeah. why it's so weird. Like, they have someone that does Britney Spears on the show. You would think there's been so much stuff in the news about her. One of the highlights of last season is all the Chloe Feynman stuff that she did in the cold open. So, yeah, very surprising. Totally. But here's here's the headline. And we're not just – if 
this is something we would do if Britney Spears didn't make the news recently and we just wanted to continue the tradition. We would find some random headline and like make up something and fudge it. Yeah. But this is real news. So it's very convenient for us because we always want to talk about Britney and continue the tradition. So this is big news. So Britney Spears is set to pen a tell-all book in a bombshell $15 million deal. And this, I'm, I'm not like a huge book person. I consider myself a reader. And by that, I mean, I read articles online. <laughs> I, I don't really pick up books anymore. I wish I did because I loved reading growing up and it's just not something I do anymore. But this is a big deal. Books are still like, it's, it's, it's huge. And apparently this number is one of the biggest book deals of all time. The Obamas inked a deal that was about $60 million a few years ago. Mm-hmm. The Clintons had a deal that was around this, this amount uh, a few years ago as well. Um, but really, like, those names, these, like, in- extreme political power couples are the only names that are circulating to compare this figure to. I mean, there are a few more, but those are the ones in every article that are being referenced to be reported for a either more or comparable. And so for Britney Spears, who is by no means a known to be an author, first and foremost, someone who has a story that people want to hear, someone who is so beloved and cherished by the public. And, and it's just, it's, this is fascinating to me that this, that, that this is happening. And um, so yeah, everybody, Rebecca, I'll start with you. What do you, what do you think here? Get your money, girl. I am so excited about this. If you would have asked me prior to finding this news out, I would have like placed a significant bet that Oprah would have a sit down tell all with Oprah. But a $15 million book deal does not compare to Oprah exposure special for an hour on TV. I am so happy for her. I mean, after I know we reported on this in the last episode when Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister is also coming out with a book. And I just hope And I feel confident that the people working with Britney on this book are just going to get this out really quickly while all the hype is now. And I want to finally hear from her. I am so excited for this. And she deserves $15 million for this after the hell she's been through these past few years here. So I'm excited. I will be reading this. If you were to gather, I am a reader, Uh, just in a personality (laughs) thing. And this is my favorite type of book, though. Yes. Sammy, what do you think? I mean, similar to you, I'm not the biggest reader. Um, I can spend like a ton of time on my phone on Twitter and Reddit. And I wish I read more, but this is totally something, you know, every once in a while, there is a book that comes out where I'm like, okay, like I'm, I have to pick this up like when it drops because I'm really, I've, I've been like pretty like invested slow, more, more so and more so about like everything that's going on with like Brittany over the last like y- couple of years at this point. Um, and I think, especially after what happened with Jamie Lynn Spears you know, last month with her book and everything, like it, I, I am curious, like thinking about like the, the butterfly effect of everything like that, you know, hadn't just dropped last month if, you know, like when this would have happened, that this is like sort of like a direct response kind of thing. But, uh, no, I'm really excited to kind of get my hands on this. And I, I do wonder, uh, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was title, you know, like what, uh. What are they going to call this thing? You know, I saw on Reddit, some people, this might be a little bit on the nose, but you know, there's like leave Britney alone is one that Mm, someone said, you know, right. It it really, it's like on the one hand, it's like might be a little on the nose, but like, I mean, come on, that's like a pretty strong title. I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on like, like a song of hers or something like that, that like could be like a book title for her. Or maybe she doesn't go that route. 
First of all, she can do whatever she wants. Like Jamie Lynn, when it was reported that she was going to rip off a Britney Spears quote, that I thought was a little cringe and not Uh not my vibe. Britney Spears can do whatever she wants. Whatever the analysts report and that that she's working with report will make her the most money, the most amount of money in Britney Spears' wallet, in her vacation funds, um, in the, the lawyer who has been so amazing to her, who totally changed the game for her when when he came on um all those people whatever puts all the money in their pockets and also maybe helps with justice for similar issues maybe maybe she'll donate some of the the proceeds to to that and other people in conservatorships yeah like just i don't really all i want for this title is for it to to sell books it can be trashy it can be sleazy it can be uh clickbaity i don't care i just want it to sell books period yeah okay my prediction I think would be really powerful if they just went with toxic and then like a sharp subheader Mm. where they're like, oh, like the tales and trauma of Britney Spears. Like something like that would be super powerful. And as an SNL prediction, and I know we always predict sketches with this, but I think it would be so good if they had Britney, Chloe Feynman, doing Britney reading her tell-all book and it was like, a little kid's like fairy tale book and it was like rhyming <laughs> and they talked about it i think that would be so funny because i don't know how you could really make a book deal that funny unless she comes on update and like promotes her book and does something funny like mm-hmm. that but if they had her like this 15 million dollar book deal and she sits down and she's about to do a reading and like opens it up and it's a fairy tale picture book and it's just like not a tell-all it's just like she wrote a child's <laughs> book and had her do that i think that would be a good play on this no, I think I like that's that definitely like a funny take. I am curious though. I mean, you guys obviously alluded to how like they haven't brought her impression in like all season yet. And there's definitely been like material, you know, there for them to like take this off the shelf. I do wonder like if they are waiting for kind of like a Diane Warwick sort of moment where they like scheduling your timing to where like maybe the next move for them, which like, I think they can keep doing the sketch like a, a lot more times, like many more times, but I wonder if they are like, let's bring it back when we can get a potential Britney Spears cameo. Like, I wonder if that's like why oh, it's maybe been on ice, that, you know? That would make a lot of sense. Maybe Chloe just forgot how to do the impression and she's working on it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Well, Chloe is working on... Yeah, yeah. Take that, take that uh, audio bite, sound bite. Um, but we, as we'll, we'll get to, also is Chloe has been posting a lot of impressions that are very topical that could definitely make their way onto the show. Um, I guess we could do a little, a quick uh, segue there, which it's not a story. But anybody have a prediction for a Chloe topical impression for this week? Just, just any of the ones she's up to. I mean, the obvious one is the Julia Fox one. Yeah, that's, that's um, all. But I, I, I am, I am curious, and we're like we're gonna get into the next topic soon. So like we'll we'll touch yeah, on everything. Good. But I, I am yeah. curious. Like I read a report this week about like the show, you know, not wanting to even mention Kanye. So I'm curious, if, a if that's even true. And B, if like Julia Fox, I know like her interview was about, you know, Anka Jams or that was a bad impression. But, Anka Jams. <laughs> Anka Jams. Anka Jams. Um, Jams but, like, you know. You know, it's like adjacent enough to where I wonder if that story is true, if that's like, yeah. you're just not going to want to touch For it. 
yeah, for some context here about who Julia Fox is, right? Um, she some people are like, dating, "What are we saying?" <laughs> and we're just like spewing words. Um, for context, she was dating Kanye West, and she sat down on a "Call Her Daddy" with Alex Cooper for an interview, talking all things yay. And this is before they had broken up, so not a story, but no shocker to anyone. Her and Kanye broke up. She girl bossed just perfectly close to the sun. That's right. Um, and. She um, has a very interesting way of speaking, especially, and it's really just gone viral. So many sound bites from this one interview alone has gone viral, and they're even filters. So I was going to come on here and do it, but I would have looked so bad. Um, like she had just like black eyeliner, like her whole eye was just black eyeliner all the way out. So there are filters on TikTok like that. And she did say that she was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems, but the way that she said it is... I was Josh Tafty's muse in Uncut Joms. And like Uncut Joms was like, has been such a funny thing going on. And now like, then she started talking about yay and different things about that. So super funny if you look up Julia Fox. I don't think they'll do an impression on the show is my prediction because I don't, Chloe Feynman, if you go to her Instagram, released a whole video compilation of her doing a Julia Fox. And I feel like there's not much more to go from there. So why would they reuse that mm. content? I feel like they would ask her to not post it on her but I Instagram. Feel like she's done, I feel like she's done stuff like that in the past, you know, like where she like yeah. is almost like during pandemic though, out. more. Yeah, that's true. I guess it was more. And so then they like took era. her pandemic work and made it at SNL from home. I really, right. Right. there's not much more to go from Julia Fox. I really don't think she'll be doing it on the show. Can I just put something out there? What if we get, cause Julia Fox is a New Yorker. Um, she doesn't mm. just live it like she she is a New Yorker. And I mean, what if we get a Julia Fox cameo? I think that that's more likely right now than a Britney Spears cameo. I would be so annoyed if she was on <laughs> SNL. But really? I would love that it. Is oh my so, God. That is so interesting, especially with She's all not worthy. How many people want to be on SNL and Julia Fox is going to be on it? I There's some people worthy. who have been I, on SNL who aren't worthy, and I think Julia Fox would be more worthy. I would people. agree with that. I could name quite a few people. And, and we're not talking about her hosting or anything. It's just like a no. little, little popping. Little, little, hey, a little okay. sub, it's yay. I wouldn't what be happy, she, but we'll yeah. get back to you next week on if this happens. We'll continue this. The yes, I just need, I needed to put it out there because if I am right about this, ugh. I need, I need I'll be more mad. <laughs> You'll be mad. I'll be living I'll be life. More I'll be mad if you were right about my that. favorite one. I just have to do one more. Um, is that obviously the Anka Gems? Anka Gems is the most viral one, but the other one that's very viral is the when Alex Cooper, the host of Call Her Daddy, goes, What was the first thing Yay ever said to you? And she goes, Ever like in life? Sup, it's Yay. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, I. I Sup, it's yay. I th- I iconic. I love I love her. She's she's she is as much as I overuse iconic, she's the perfect person to use that word for. And um that's that's what I have to say about that. Do you wanna uh get into a little more of our of our Kanye discussion? Yeah, so speaking this is of, part of Kanye it. West to you know what, maybe we shouldn't talk about him. There's nothing really that important to mention. No, he's not newsworthy. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. Very out of character. <laughs> so to be fair, um, I'm sure you've all been expecting this. And there has been now weeks of content. Obviously, the weeks we're off um, is the most con- Kanye content we've gotten in a while. And that says a lot. A lot, a lot. And many of it has been directed at Pete Davidson, a.k.a. Skeet, 
it's been a lot of yay versus skeet drama online. And Kanye has just been going off on social media all about Kim, all about skeets all about like having beef with peppa pig like he has really just taken his social media in a very different direction than it's been in a long time uh kim actually was quoted saying that uh kanye west social media posts have been creating emotional distress in her new fling her new relationship with pete davidson and she very much desires to be divorced she says in new court documents among her uh, divorce proceedings with kanye west and to no shock with anyone, Kim is finally speaking and she's being super mature about <laughs> a lot of this. And I I don't know. I'm so curious. Everyone's takes. There has been so much in the news. So I'm really curious. Yeah, it's I mean, this it's th since we were last here, the amount of Kanye news that has happened. It's like it's it's like eight or nine headline worthy things a day are happening, whereas like most a-list celebrities you get like one tw twice a month maybe you know it's like the amount that is happening is is insane and it is to a point where so so we read that that's the most recent headline in, in this whole thing as of thursday night that what that we're that we're doing this by the time we log off there are probably going to be four or five new headlines um but just the most recent one is is kim filed that additional uh thing about how she this this isn't okay and and she really wants to be legally single and he's making it really hard to do that when when you drop someone off uh, uh he he gave her a car with a bunch of roses with crystal clear with k, crystal with a k um and clear with a k and a bunch of roses on valentine's day to do that to someone who is in a relationship um who has you know so much as as as, as far as i think we're all in agreement she's pretty much confirmed that she's in a relationship so it's not like that's something that could someone could deny to do that to someone who's in a relationship point blank is so invasive and it's it's um it's rough it's like it, it's getting it, it's it's really hard and the, it's hard and, and tough to find the, the humor in it because like it, it it's at, it's a it's a mental health thing and and we all know Kanye has been open at different points about his mental health and so I never want to go so far in making fun of him or saying that he's being this or that when like it's it's rooted in something that we all wish like we all wish I think for the best for literally all of these people involved like we don't want any of them to be in pain we don't want any of them to be making the, the other's lives harder um and so it's it's really it's rough and and I think like what I will say is is if SNL avoids it entirely because it is difficult subject matter I think that will be very glaring whereas Britney Spears um avoiding that the last few weeks I think because we've gotten a lot of Britney in the months prior we've gotten Kanye in the years prior but Britney we've had somewhat recently to the point where it doesn't feel so glaring but with Kanye it has been so in our faces that like if it if I, I really hope they talk about it and I am not sure how I just hope that that Chris Red is you know, putting in the hours and and uh, gonna gonna bring us something uh, funny and witty and clever and all that kind of stuff. I think he will. Yeah, Sammy, what do you, what do Sammy? you think about all this? Oh, it's like uh, it, as it was alluded earlier in the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I am a fan of Kanye's music. Um, I 
since I was like a kid, you know, it's always been like my number one artist. And I say the word artist because, yeah, I mean, a lot of everything that's going on is um, hard to process, not only as like someone who's a fan of Kanye and SNL and Pete Davidson, especially, but like just the whole. And Adam Sandler, which is tangentially related. Something, if you know Sammy, because of Uncle Jams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you were the first. (laughs) Yes. I mean, there's this whole, I mean, Uncut Gems is one of my favorite movies. So like, it's like. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Go on. I cut you off to talk about you. No, no, no. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. But. Okay. I think something to like put into perspective, I guess would be the word is like, he does stuff like this whenever he has an album coming out. And this past week, Mm -hmm. He had a huge listening party in Miami for his new album, Down to Two, which like didn't come out, but then like literally like an hour ago came out on his STEM player platform, which he's like boycotting boycotting the streaming services because people don't get paid enough. And it's like everything, there is a level that with Kanye that I always feel like there's reality and there's like, a bit of performance art to what he does. And I think all the feelings he is feeling are real and genuine and the way he goes about them is not great, but he is, you know, you look at the calendar and he's doing it for this reason, which is like pretty petty, but you know, I do also generally feel like he feels this way and it's not like an elevated sort of like, the album coming out, he's expressing this because the album's coming out, but he's expressing it even more. I mean, there's times where he's not on social media at all. He'll go, mm-hmm. you know, he'll be off Twitter for a year and a year and a half. He'll be, you know, he just like reactivated his Instagram like last year. So it's like very complicated. And I don't, I don't like like what is happening with Kim and especially Pete. Um, but it's just something to, I guess, think about. Yeah, that's like, that's a really good point. I honestly didn't even think about it that much. And to go as far as even like saying during his big launch party this week, he had bits of Kim Kardashian's SNL monologue playing in the background to like help torture Pete. And the specific quote was, I married the best rapper of all time. And yes, while I do think a lot of this could be for attention, it for his new album and to build hype around it and get Kanye's name out there. Um, there are two things I think one is honestly admirable that he is boycotting the streaming platforms. I I've always been a fan of his music and I think that is admirable because he's not the first person to mention this, that they take so much. I know Jay-Z did that when he created title a few years ago, also to do that a few years ago, that was so long ago. Um, and there have been constant things as saying like the artists are not getting paid enough and for the stream. So buy their albums, support them on iTunes and do all of that. So I honestly think that's admirable. What is not admirable is literally torturing someone who is Pete Davidson and then in turn torturing Kim Kardashian and the whole family from that matter. And it's just so not okay how he's doing this. And I get causing drama before something to get your name in the news, but he is literally torturing them. And this is just so not okay. It's to a point. Yeah. And and isn't it also that that the SNL monologue is sampled in the songs? 
not just that it so, was playing in the background. So it's basically, yeah, there's like a song where it's from the SNL monologue and it's um, her saying, I married like the greatest rapper alive. And it's like the SNL audience like clapping in the background. And then it says like, <laughs> I was there. Then, yeah. And then it says <laughs> like, maybe I'm on, wait, like, I'm on Kanye's. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, on the. You're, I have you're to on. listen to here if I can hear myself. <laughs> oh, you, I you have to get royalties. This okay, is like an SNL network my money. exclusive. Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone in that audience, we deserve like two cents a year. I think each. I'm, to be I'm fair, each I don't. I don't know how many Please. people are uh, buying his stem player. So um, <laughs> he might let him he let posted, him uh, get the money for. <laughs> he posted the uh, like sales numbers, like when he was going oh. on his Instagram stream of like how much he made, and I think it was like some like oh. over two or three million dollars, which like compared not to a lot. like, no. but like compared to like streams on Spotify, like you have to get like it's right. like a crazy yeah. number of like mi- millions of streams that get like that's an fair, equivalent but... sort of thing. So I don't yeah. know. It's. That's I not a lot, appreciate... but that's more than Nicole's getting. Right. And that was in the first, like, 24 hours. <laughs> that's more than yeah. I've ever got in yeah. period in my life or anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting uh, thing he's doing with that. But, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, how it relates to SNL, like I said before, like, there's those that story going around about how not only is he, like, potentially banned from ever appearing on the show, which is something that people thought already maybe happened when he did, like, the MAGA hat Trump yeah. rants like three or four years ago, but like they don't even want to mention him at all on the show, which I think is a really in, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I just feel like you can't like kind of like what you're saying before. Like, I just don't think this is something you can just like ignore. Like, you know, I kind of am disagreeing. I don't really want them to talk about him. Yes. It would be funny and it's good content, but it's also just going to give him so much more ammo and, then and like content like, poor Pete Davidson will never catch a break if they talk about it and that's what he's hoping for he is hoping that they talk about it and he likes that he gets a thrill out of that and I kind of hope they don't give it to him um and just don't give him the excitement that he is expecting come this episode this is a good yeah. point okay everybody like we're gonna place our bets um mm. we're gonna do right now and we'll do a little bit more of this at the end but do just do you think that Kanye will be addressed and how many times and I don't you can use your own judgment for metrics whatever you think number of times means because we will we'll kind of think something different but like I guess number of sketches let's say that number of, of or sketches. references or references yeah. about like separate separate references so it could be yes. like yeah okay I think we all have the same uh kind of sense for what that means or we okay. can make up our own rules so we can all make yeah. make sure that we are all right at the end of this based on our own way of deciding what means one time okay yep. who wants to go first got it i will uh okay. zero zero none i don't think they will okay sammy okay i think twice and specifically i think because john mulaney's hosting he will make some sort of mention in his monologue even if it's like alluding to something going on with pete like it will or even saying skeet he will say something along those lines. And I do think on Weekend Update, uh, Michael Che will say something because he, we didn't even talk about how he was involved oh, yeah. um, on Instagram where like Kanye said something along the lines of like, you know, like, like, don't be, don't be friends with him. I'll pay, I'll double your salary or something like that. And then yeah. Che had this hilarious response on Instagram. So I, I think that's a possibility as well. That's a good point. And you know what? I think that Kanye, speaking of who, 
is owed some money here. Kanye, I think, took some social media hints and, and tips and tricks from Che doing the whole post things and then deleting them or archiving them. Um, I don't think Kanye is doing it in a way that's like, oh, now I regret this. I think he's doing it in the way that Che famously does his own social media is like you post something and you have like one or two or three posts up at, at a time. And then that's the only thing on your on your Instagram page. And then it disappears. And and so you have to be like engaging with the person in real time in order to access their content. You can't just scroll back to their feed. Um, and so, yeah, Kanye is doing what Che has been doing forever. And so you have to wonder, was Kanye and his social media strategies, was he influenced by Michael Che? I, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, let really, me do, really quickly let me before we move on. I'll make my prediction prediction. so we can be done with it. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. We got a zero and we got a two. So just statistically, if I say one, I don't really think I'm going to like my my odds for being accurate. Okay. I have to go in either a negative or I'm going to go three. I actually, that's not what I think, but I just needed to do the math in my head so that I could occupy a particular amount of space of potentially being right so if it's any more than what any of you guys say i am correct so we're gonna no it that way. that's not the rules because then that screws it's not like a price is right sort of just said that you can make up your own rules no i told you we're all making up our own rules so we can all be right okay three no we're all making our own rules i went i made the rules and i went last which means i can extra make up the rules i i made the rules so i'm declaring that you were probably so hard to play games with when you were younger (laughs) when i was younger um or now now i'm i'm insane to play games but i'm unbelievably competitive but i really (laughs) when there are rules i play so hard by the rules but when there aren't Mm. rules you can do whatever you want Wow, we that's what I am. Rules. I'm really, yeah, made I'm, the rules. I'm very scary with games, and I'm very good at them. Boggle, I'm Scrabble, scared. everything like that. I'm excellent. Anyway, okay, three times, wow. Mulaney, um, update, and an impression separate from update. Update could wow. have an impression, but it's so going to be the Kanye Kanye episode is what it would be at that point. Yes. Yeah, I think Mulaney's yeah. reference will be like what you were saying, Sammy. It it'll be more of an allude. He'll allude to it, and and it'll be like you you have to pick up on it to get it, and it won't be so in your face. Um, so we're going three, and we'll 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 check in when, if see who's right, and I'll be right. Um, anyway, back to back to other things. Where were we? <laughs> okay. I don't know where we were. I think I think we've exhausted any more Kanye talk. Yeah. And I'm sure <laughs> more will come out this week to bring up next week. So Oh, I'm sure we're gonna pick up our phones at the end of this and we'll have seventy thousand more things to say. Um I'll do yeah, a breaking news Sandrine. alert if there's anything important. Yes. On- yes, yeah. everybody. We love we love a breaking news moment. Also in the chat, <laughs> if any breaking news happens and we miss it, let us know. We love um breaking news on here it's it's really like the rush is real we feel (laughs) we feel it um and sandrine in the chat also said in addition to saying that we're learning a lot about nicole tonight i guess you are thank you i'm being vulnerable i guess about my competitive nature um but also you you made a good point that we didn't say yet which is pete made his instagram which pete very famously doesn't have instagram all the time like he reactivates for like a little bit if he's promoting a project or something or other for and then he's at least for the last several years he's never had instagram for more than like a couple weeks if that Mm -hmm. and he reactivated for like i don't know six or seven days and he 
deactivated it and and Kanye posted something of course about it I drove skeet off the internet or or whatever something <laughs> along those lines and it's like you don't want to be proud of that like the, the something that they have in common is that they have both struggled with their mental health and they've both been open and vulnerable vulnerable about it so like I don't think that you should be um you know attacking each other like I don't know yeah. but also I guess I guess Pete has taken some shots at Kanye at the update desk so maybe yes, uh, but- all is fair To play devil devil advocate here, what if Kanye made that account? Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, I am not conspiracy theory. I I am. I mean, I'm like the ultimate conspiracy theorist right now. And (laughs) what if? Just wait till we get into further conversations. I am the ultimate conspiracy theorist. Wait a second. What if? Like, it wouldn't be the worst idea. I mean, my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is that. (laughs) okay i think he acted you're right my conspiracy theory that has been shot down by some people uh associated with this network is that this all leads to kanye appearing on snl this season and i know that's a hot take but i'm sticking by it honestly um, i disagree i don't think that'll happen we'll see we'll see who we'll see who uh, i disagree but i can appreciate where you're coming from because i do think that there's a sense of this the way this is building up could lead to a very epic and totally unpredictable snl moment um so you know what i'm just i'm just positioning myself in the middle so that i can always be right all the time um but um of course i'm being i don't know a little annoying right now but not how it works it's not (laughs) how it works but okay i you know what i like um i like these takes throwing things out into the world and like and yeah, I hadn't thought of either of those things before right now. And um, I don't know. Maybe he's yeah, running I mean, the Instagram. To be fair, if we're playing by Nicole's rules, um, we'll never find out if Kanye was running the Instagram or not, which means I'm right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, See, that's how the game works. Right. That's, how yeah. it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. That's okay. how it works. Okay. I don't want to talk about Kanye anymore. Nicole, it's fair. let me, let me give us another story. All right, everybody. <laughs> So that was our Kanye talk. Uh, tune in next week when we bring it right on back. I am I guarantee it. It'll come back. Um, but now another story that is perfect for our guest. We're talking about the Oscars. And there is so much to say about the Oscars this year. And I'd say the biggest thing to say about it is that it's like, what's going on? Like things are a little quirky and um, cringy, quirky, cringy vibes. And I have three main headlines. And Sammy, you could step into the host seat a little bit as well. Whenever mm-hmm. you feel inclined, interrupt me and just like yeah. take off because I think you're like really an expert on this stuff. So I love to be interrupted because <laughs> I like I'm here's here's another little tidbit about me is I ramble. I don't know <laughs> if you knew that already from listening to me all the time, everyone listening, but I like to oh. ramble. But I love I like when the people around me know me well enough to know to, I, I, I think when other people know me really well, it makes me feel good. And even if that means they know that I talk too much, it's still like, oh, they, they know me. They, they care about me. So all that's to take, cut me off whenever Got you want. It. Okay, it. so here are my main bullet points. I'm going to just give uh, shoot them off and then let's, let's roll with them. So there were three hosts announced, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, and one hour each. It's the first time three women are hosting. That's one part of it. You know what? One part at a time. Let's roll with that. Everybody, thoughts on these three hosts and the formatting, all that stuff. Um, I, I mean, I love, 
I love the idea of three female hosts and also like I the the selection is so good. Um I like the diversity in the hosts too because we don't really ever see diversity in the Oscars. So I think they're finally coming to make some sort of amends. Um, I know this is controversial, but my all-time favorite comedian is Amy Schumer. And until it's proven that she actually sucks, I'm not believing anything on Demois. So <laughs> I am so happy about this. I mean, I think this is like such an interesting, like three people. Then I don't really know how they're all tied together, but I'm not upset about it. The format is weird. I don't know why they all just wouldn't host. At least like I hope they do a like the opening together and kind of do it that way and then they could each have their own host which i think would be good but i hope that we get all three of them on stage together so i'm happy with it sammy yeah i am happy that uh three women are getting the opportunity to host i think that's very cool but i do have some thoughts on this i i don't know maybe i'm like nicole was saying i'm i'm very into the oscars i'm a very like I think the Oscars should be more important than they are in 2022, or at least how society perceives the. Well, what's what's more face? important You're, than the? What's more important than the Oscars for awards? I well, last None. last last year it was uh, they had the lowest ratings of all time, like 10 million. Like people are yeah, stuck, but are maybe not, maybe they should like you know make diverse nominations, make the board of people. I'm I'm a hundred percent not just old white men. 100% so. with you on that. I just think like, okay, so going into guy. the Oscars, going into the Oscars, there are all these rumors about who was going to host. It was like, and the biggest rumor that was floating around was that the cast of Only Murders in the Building, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez are all going to host together, which I thought was like such a slam dunk idea because you have someone like Steve Martin, who obviously not only with his ties from SNL being one of the like the people who was host the most, uh, but he's hosted the Oscars in the past. Martin Short, also from SNL, like just one of the funniest people on the planet. And Selena Gomez, who is someone who held her own on that show with these two comedy legends and was like very funny, um, but like brings in that younger demographic. And I, was, I don't know, I just like the synergy with like it being a Hulu show and like Disney owning Hulu and, and ABC being the Oscars telecast, like in my mind, like, they were going to be the host. Like it was being floated around on variety and stuff so much that like they wouldn't, they would have like denied it or like said it wasn't happening by now. If it wasn't like close to happening. And then like this, like really came out of nowhere. And I was listening to another podcast, I think on the, the Bill Simmons network that said like, I mean, they, they're all funny people, but like, they're probably like the 81st, 82nd and 83rd choices on their long list. It, just like for Wait, someone who, so? I, I just think like they I've just always been of the mindset that like people who are like movie stars should host the Oscars. I have not been a fan of the last mm. couple of years when like Jimmy Kimmel and like I'm trying to think who else recently has hosted, but like I, I don't think people who no you one see on TV, has recently hosted <laughs> right. But I don't think people who you see on TV regularly should host the Oscars, which is like a weird opinion to have, I know, but like I'm thinking like someone like Tom Hanks or like Meryl Streep like someone who's like has that like I mean Regina King Regina King last year was the person who like even though there wasn't a host like gave like a monologue or like introduced the show like someone who like is a movie star I feel like should host like 
the biggest night in movies. Like that's just like my feeling on it. And like I think the hosts they pick were all are all very funny people and have been in movies, but I just associate Amy Schumer more with her Comedy Central show and Wanda Sykes on like the a million shows that she's been on um, over the years as like a guest star. So that's like my I guess hot take would be like I'm excited and I, and I also am not super excited about how like they're each taking an hour. Like I'd rather see them all together and like the banter they could have together than like for it to be so segmented like that. So I don't know. It's we'll yeah. see what happens. I mean, yeah. also though, there is something to say that this is the first year where there are three hosts and it's the, the like the fourth, fifth, and sixth women they've ever had hosts. Like, really? Like <laughs> you don't think someone could hold their own up there? So there is something to say about that that I have thought of like right off the bat, I'm like, oh, you couldn't just pick one because like three women could do the job of one man in their eyes. I'm not saying that, yeah. but I mean, that's even, how it's coming like, off to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like that. Well, I'm happy with all three of the choices, but even looking here, only three women have ever hosted the Oscar ceremony. Ellen did it twice. Whoopi Goldberg did it twice. And Anne Hathaway did it once. So, and she co-hosted. Is that it? Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, yes. <laughs> Wait, wait. Wait, I I'm did pretty sure not Goldie, think I'm pretty sure that. Goldie Hawn has hosted the Oscars. Maybe I'm making I, that up, but I'm pretty sure she has. I see. Wait, let's I'm pull looking it up. It in up. Real time. I, I am. Um, that's what I just like literally Googled, and it's Ellen twice, Jane Fonda twice, Goldie Hawn twice. Also, it's not the first. It's the first time three women have hosted, but three people have hosted before i'm spewing i'm spewing lies over here then <laughs> this is but you're, I mean, you fair, are the resident conspiracy theorist on the podcast fair, so yeah. makes, refinery no no those don't those didn't happen top, no refinery 29 is the top one up when you type in female oscar host and they state it so this is refinery okay well we gotta we gotta we gotta reach out to them because i i don't i don't think they got their facts i think okay, give your first- on this nicole and i'm doing some research yeah, okay. Research, research. So I think I think it's the first time that three women have hosted, but I think there have been a few times where three people have hosted. Um, and we're gonna get the facts because we love our facts here. We 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 balance out the conspiracies with the facts. That's that's very critical. So we will not spew anything that is not factual. Okay, how I think about it. Um, my main takeaway is it feels very reductive to all three women. Um because I don't think it, – it feels like this sort of overcompensating of, of making a statement that we value women in Hollywood and we want to give them a voice and we want to show so many women with very different types of backgrounds. I guess I'd, I'd compare Wanda and Amy's backgrounds, whereas Regina's feels different from those there, there too. But it, it, it gives the sense of three women who have had very different types of careers. And it's it's – I, I get the the sentiment, but it, it actually is the opposite effect for me because it's saying, okay, we're giving all of them their little shot, their little hour. And really, like, you, you just had Jimmy Kimmel do it the whole time by himself. And for me, the point of a host is to guide you through the night from beginning to end so that at the they, they are sort of your, in any, any sense of a host, like right here, or the Oscars, or a party, or a stand-up show. It's like, Whatever type of host, it's the person who greets you at the door, like says goodbye to you when you leave, checks in on you throughout the process, and that's a host to me. And they're kind of throwing that idea away and saying, no, we're going to give each of these women their 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 little cute little moment. And um, yeah, it just it feels very reductive to me. And 
I would have, I think everybody would have loved something that had more cohesion to it. In addition to the only murders in the building group, the the three Spider-Men, that was another one floating around. I think as much as people love Spider-Man, it probably um, might, it might've gotten some flack for, for just showing three white men. Um, I, I do think that could have happened. Tom but also and then Zendaya. You know, like, I think that would have been, like, a great... If you're concerned oh, about ratings, so like, that would be, like, something that, like, young people would want to see. Like, oh, man. There's there's no way they had time for that. Their, their books yeah. till they right. turn 75 years old, both of them. Yes. Also, okay, to fact check here, um, Whoopi Goldberg go. was the first solo uh woman host and ellen what? and then whoopi did it again and then ellen also well whoopi's done it a bunch of times but there yeah. were some other women that have done it like jane fonda um liza minnelli diana ross goldie hahn but they did it with three other men when they hosted so mm. so i think that's that that was a refinery 29 article and just to fact check myself um, an apology to the Oscars for for oh, they don't spreading need- lies. They, they, they've done they enough other bad it. things that will get it. That's in. fair. They, I would but agree. Yes. But was, wait, I, I wish that I knew this offhand because I don't like asking questions on the internet. I, I just like to be informed. Um, but so the the beautiful, brilliant trifecta of and I mean, Whoopi Goldberg is is having a moment. Maybe we'll talk about. Um, we are all Jewish here, actually. Um, but Whoopi it's Goldberg. It's a rapid fire. Okay, rapid fire done. I'll do it for my rapid fire. Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, and Robin Williams. The three of them. That was that the yeah. Oscars, right? So um, they. Yes. Yeah. So I know they've they've done or when when they all were 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 here um, with us. Robin Williams is is no longer here he's he's here with us in in spirit but you know when they were all like working together they um i know they did so many amazing things and and yeah that's what i thought that 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 was one of the things that they all did together it wasn't it wasn't what was it that they hosted they they used to do like this these like comedy like fundraisers together that yes 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 thank you yeah like broadcasted yeah that's what i think yeah you're not far off though because 1990 uh 1994 whoopi goldberg hosted 95 letterman 96 whoopi 97 98 billy crystal 99 whoopi 2000 billy crystal then c martin then whoopi goldberg then c martin then billy crystal right right yeah so they both hosted a lot, but they that trifecta yeah. has not been in. Okay, that's yeah. Um, word, word, word. Okay. Well, that yeah. Word. So we're we're learning all all of us in real time. And so yeah, a lot a lot of women have done it, and I guess there is something monumental about how it's it's all three women and and no no men. Um, but I, I don't know. I there's something yeah. about it that feels a little bit off, and it's also in tandem with my, my other two points um, about it, which are. That so so the other the, I'd say these are the three you could let me know if I'm wrong, Sammy, as as the the expert on on the line right now. But I'll so, let you know if you're wrong. Thank you. So <laughs> eight. So there. So news broke recently that there are eight categories that will be that that the headlines were that people just read the headlines and it seemed like there were eight really great important um, categories that were not going to be televised at all, um, and that was what the headline appeared to be, but it turned out that they will be filmed in advance and then um, kind of clips of them pre-recorded, very cut down, edited uh, clips of these categories and the winners' acceptance speeches will be shown throughout the performance to save time. And they're really important categories like, you know, editing and design and, and all that kind of stuff that are 
without all of those things it's basically like the other ones it's the not the best actor and actress and not best picture and not best director it's like everything underneath that the foundation of these movies without it's the categories that are like without them there is no movie it's everything mm-hmm. you everything where that is true so that's that's one and then i'll just do these in, in tandem because they're they kind of both relate to twitter for me um because because twitter spread some kind of misinformation just a, a misleading <laughs> headline on that first one but also that there's this twitter voted category and it's like <sighs> every, twitter chooses a best movie and it turns out it's not a real award that twitter is is giving out but it's just going to be announced during the ceremony that this was the award that twitter deemed the best movie of the year and my opinion and then i'll turn it over is it sounds like the oscars are trying to run themselves into the ground and that is all i have to say it's like a self-sabotaging it's you know what the oscars are like a character on euphoria they are like spinning into the self-sabotaging wreck and all they want is to just like ruin their lives and like embarrass everybody around them and not have anything to show for themselves at the end of it. It's like, they're what are they doing? They had so much potential. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I'll give mine because I, again, don't know. I want Sammy to end this in a fact check because as if you couldn't <laughs> tell from the past like 10 minutes, I don't really know much about the Oscars and how they work. Um, I think this is the Oscars trying to combat for really low viewership because it's three plus hours long and people don't want to sit through that. And, but by cutting really important categories that they might not deem as important because it's not the people seen on the screen, it's kind of a slap in the face of people that make movies and help make movies. And yes, three hours is long and you could cut down an acceptance speech time and all of that and just do the announcement and I don't know, go online and broadcast a full acceptance speech after. Something like that I think would be a better, a more appropriate um, cutting down of time. And I think just they're trying to be more relatable because the big thing about it is the viewership has been so low. And I think a lot of that stems from streaming, streaming culture and then also just like people not really caring, especially in like the Gen Z who love short form media, a three hour Oscars is not really, or even movies itself, but it's just not really there. So having the Twitter, I think was trying to then, then be relatable. Um, and I think it's just not working at all. Yeah, this whole topic is just like the, the Academy, there's like a great article I would recommend people read on Vulture called uh, self-loathing will kill the Oscars. And they get into all of these things that has been announced that we're talking about over the last couple of weeks. And they tried to do this like three years ago, basically both of these things they tried to do like three years ago in, I think 2018, they were going to do a best popular Oscar award, which was going to be going. And they never said like what that meant, but like it was basically announced because they wanted like to get black panther which did end up getting nominated for best picture but like months prior they were like all right like this is like a big success and there's other movies that are like big blockbusters that never get recognition maybe like spider-man this year that like we're gonna make this whole new award for and people like freaked out on twitter and like the academy backtracked on it same thing with the cutting categories which is different um they initially said that they were gonna do it during the commercial break and then announce the awards like on air, like a little, like maybe like a little thing on like the, the bottom saying like, oh, the winner of best editing was this. That is not what they're doing this year. This year, like I think like they're starting the ceremony with everybody there like an hour early or something like that. 
and just like giving out all the awards, which is just so weird to me because if you're like an audience member, you're like waiting to like find out if you're going to win an Oscar, you're just like in the audience, like waiting for them to like present these other awards that like they usually do throughout the night. But it's like, yeah, we're going to do all these like less important awards first and then like go to like, this is like the real show when we turn the cameras on and they're going to edit and like make it like a, a little cleaner to like hit that three hour mark. Um, Cause like the Oscars like go over a lot. Um, I Yeah. I just like am not a fan of like either of these decisions. I think it like, it's funny because like best song is a category that like for years people have said, if there's a, if there's a category that cut at the Oscars, like you should cut best song because like, a lot of the times, like, the song that gets nominated for best song is, like, an original song that's, like, over the credits. Like, it has nothing to do with the actual movie. It just, like, plays mm -hmm. at the end. Um, but they aren't cutting that because you have people like Billie Eilish and, like, Beyonce. And, like, that is where they get, like, their big, like, crossover stars nominated is in that category. But then, you know, they're cutting something like best editing, which is, like, insane. Like, that is, like, a very crucial category. It's, like, something that always... Like if you're nominated for best editing, those are usually statistically the movies that will like have a chance at winning best picture. So like, it's just like, there's like a base of people who are like me, who like think the Oscars need to be a certain way. And like, we're, they're the only ones that these decisions are like really affecting. I don't think if I were to tell like my sisters who have no interest in watching the Oscars, Hey, you know, there's like eight categories that like, you probably don't even know exist, but like, they're not going to be like edited. They're not going to be like during the show. They'll be like a little shorter. Like that'll be something that's going to like draw them in. Like I just don't think no. they understand, you know, what it takes. And then like the Twitter thing, that award was basically made to like give Spider-Man like a five yeah. minute sort of like moment at the Oscars. Cause it was like such a big movie. It, like brought people back to theaters you know, after mm -hmm. the last two years where theaters are struggling with box office and the pandemic. And like right now, like the Camilla Cabela, Cinderella, <laughs> Amazon movie, which no one remembers exists, is like winning in the Twitter poll. And like this That's Johnny such Depp a good movie, bit. That's such a good this, bit. And this Johnny Depp movie that like didn't have like any theatrical release at all is like the second one. And then like the Zack Snyder Justice League movie is third. Like it's just like totally gonna blow up in their face. And I wonder if they're gonna like just behind the scenes just like fudge the numbers or something but like i just think it's a disaster and it's you know so i don't know how snl is gonna like incorporate like i feel like maybe they would like wait like till they're like closer to the oscars to do something but like i could see like a pre-tape where it's just like the oscars making like even worse decisions just like just like a kind of a montage of like mm, other things that they like could like potentially just like yeah. shoot themselves in the foot about so yeah it might be a That's little too good. inside baseball but yeah, I feel like if it'll be on SNL, it'll be more like an after the Oscars type of situation. And honestly, since it is not on NBC, like they have free reign to just like go in on the Oscars. Yeah, so I think, good. I think um, for what was I going to say for the like, oh, oh, oh. So for another thing, I am always really interested, especially with the stats and predicting forecasting things that we do, like when SNL has um hosts who are up for oscars whether it's either right before nominations and they're doing their their press rounds or it's after the nominations and right before the oscars so they're doing their their campaigning for the win once they've gotten the nomination and we had ariana debose host in the pre-nomination 
mm-hmm. point. But we don't have any um, Oscar nominees in the, these next few episodes leading up to the Oscars. And that, to me, speaks volumes about how the Oscars just are not as relevant this year as as they should be or as they have been in yeah. the past. Um, we had one, and I, I think usually we, we have at least two, like in between January, February, March, I think we pretty yeah. much usually mm-hmm. have at least two, or I'd say averaging two and sometimes more. Um, <laughs> not a fact. Right. Not a fact. Not a fact. <laughs> Conspiracy. Um, we need like a good sound bit that's like, not a fact and just like like people's like like something like that right. just to be like this is we're just spewing information none of this yes. is facts but right fake yes. news facts fake news yeah but yes. um so that's what that says to me is is like um it's just it's not as relevant also it also says usually i think when snl chooses a an oscar campaigner to host in those those critical weeks or months it's somewhat of an endorsement it's somewhat of snl saying this is our choice to win and maybe that's a stretch for me maybe I'm, I'm taking snl and or the oscars too seriously and saying that but i do think there's some truth in it and i think they were just like okay we loved ariana and like at this point we actually don't even know who we want to endorse because most of the races it seems like are way more up in the air than usual and so i feel like snl was like yeah let's just take ourselves out of this one we don't really know who we want to endorse this time it's like all, so up yeah. in the air I mean, I'm surprised they're not endorsing somebody like Kristen Stewart, who I think has been a great uh, SNL host in the past and is someone who like needs that momentum. But again, it's like, it's not, I don't think Spender is like a universal production or anything like that. I know they've like pushed other, you know, non-NBC umbrella things in the past, but I don't know if that's the reason. I would love to see Andrew Garfield host, but I don't think, maybe we'll get a post-Oscar win host or something Let's, like that yeah. like i mean yeah, i think that would like, be fun i think that i think fun. will smith would be really fun because he's like the front runner probably i mean me and nicole have talked about this but i think will smith is probably going to beat andrew garfield for the we'll oscar see. which is not my personal pick but um yeah. you know it'd be cool to see him host snl he's never hosted so if there's ever a time for that to happen i think that would be cool yeah okay let's move on to our rapid fire round where we're just going to talk about something, and I know these have been long stories because we have um, had a lot of catching up to do. So let's That's just right. make this quick. Um, my first rapid fire topic is Queen Elizabeth. Um, she It has been announced that Queen Elizabeth has had COVID, and um, I really hope she gets better and like hope it's not a bad COVID run. But more on Queen Elizabeth is my conspiracy theory that I have been like on the side of Reddit Twitter now that has like thought she's actually, and I don't wish this upon her and it would be really sad, but thought she's been dead now for like two months. Um, And I'm like, I would have put actually bet money down that and state of Washington, don't yell at me. We're not allowed to bet here, but um, uh, that I would have literally bet so hard that she's been dead and that they would release the Prince Andrew stuff very strategically to cover up and even more into my conspiracy theory. And while again, I am glad she's alive, allegedly, and that um, I hope she has an easy recovery with COVID. But I kind of think this could be a cover up that she has been dead and they need to attribute it to something. And um, that might be coming. And if I, if it's coming, it'd be really devastating. But that's just a prediction I've been having as a conspiracy theorist. What, anyone else have an opinion on yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I thought it was uh, interesting The um instagram account i think it was hollywood unlocked who like made a post 
basically it was the one that said like breaking news like the queen is dead like it's not funny but that was like already like two or three days ago and they have not yeah. like, taken it down or retracted it or anything it's so, crazy they have not taken it down what, i mean what do they know what do they know I maybe know. i work for them yeah secretly that's that's the tea that's the tea yeah nothing much to add there i I think it's a it's a worthwhile conspiracy theory and we can all agree that the Prince Andrew stuff has there are so many times where it should have been dealt with up and, and aired that laundry out in a more public way for many, many years. And so yeah. I based on that fact alone, I have no choice but to assume that it was reserved for strategic purposes. And that's not because the I want to assume up. the worst. It's because I it's not because I want to assume the worst. It's because I have to like if you're not going to talk about it for so long and then you talk about it that you're going to choose a reason to so that's that's what yeah. I my piece and I you know I had a few things I wanted to say and I didn't really know which one but we we touched on this one so I'm, I'm gonna just um take this point home with Whoopi Goldberg um and her controversial comments about um the holocaust this was at this point um almost a month ago and I find it very interesting that the the news story essentially came and went in this SNL hiatus, I imagine it would have been 100% acknowledged and now I'm not so sure. Um, but yeah, she 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 basically, I think, honestly, I think she put in her foot in her mouth and, and kind of said that the Holocaust wasn't about race in, in a way that it was a little bit ignorant when when it, it kind of was and, and all, all of these things. And then she had a two-week suspension from The View and some people were like, fire her, fire her. And some people were like, you have to, like, you, you you can't just say, okay, we're going to remove this person forever, or, or not forever, remove them for a few weeks, and then when, when things lighten up, we bring them back, because, and I'm more on, on this side of, of things as as a Jewish person, and we're, I'm not going to speak for all of us, but we are all Jewish on here, so I'm curious what you guys think, too, but I think, like, I love Whoopi Goldberg. She's, like, one of my favorite people in entertainment, and I think she has pure intentions, and I could watch, I was watching her, and I was like, okay, you put your foot in your mouth, you have, you, you, you believe good in people, and, like, I just, um, I, I think that it, it was kind of not dealt with in a great way, I think it would have been good if she had to go on and face up to things and be like, okay, I need to figure out how to be better, um, it's not that everyone deserves multiple chances, but it's, like, when you're an entertainment legend, and you're so beloved, like you deserve multiple chances and you deserve a platform to be educated and you deserve like also the opportunity to humble yourself and for everybody yeah. to like, you know, so I, I think it could have been handled differently. Um, yeah. Yeah. I kind of sort of disagree with the last thing you said that like, just cause you're loved and you make like one mistake, there's very, th mistakes vary. I don't think everyone yes. should have the platform to just apologize and like, it is now, but um, I do think, I mean, people have come out talking about Whippy and the industry and all that who are Jewish and are like, she's super supportive. I mean, I think she just said something which was ignorant and she has owned up to that after that. And um, I do think the view suspending her for two weeks was the only thing they could do because there were so many people that were like fire her because they were so deeply offended by all of the stuff she was saying that like it would have it would have just been disregarding all of like the feelings hurt. 
my only my problem with it is is the view loves drama and they love to bring up topics mm. and do all of that where they love to talk about it but then she's she's on a like suspension and they don't bring it up and they don't talk about it and like that should be the opportunity for them they love to bring up controversial things talk about this have an open dialogue bring Whoopi back for the segment and then keep her off of the show for two weeks. I don't know. I think that they had to spend her because it would have been really discrediting a lot of people's emotions and feelings about this. But she did come out and say, like, it's not what I meant. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to learn. So I think that's, in this situation, I think the appropriate way to deal with it. I don't think she should have been fired over these comments. Yeah, I kind of just echo what you guys are feeling and saying on this. And uh, I mean... As somebody who, like, in the last year or two has, like, started, like, podcasting and, like, being on camera and stuff like that. Like, I can't imagine, like, being on TV every day and, like, just, like, the stuff that people say that they don't necessarily, like, their intentions aren't, you know, exactly where their head is or in the mm-hmm. moment and 100%. things like that. So I, I can yeah. relate to that. But, you know, obviously the, the subject is close to yeah. home. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. And we're going to take the next minute. So everyone think of one thing we talked about, say it yep. in one word, or if it requires more than one words, what do we think that they will definitely mention on SNL this week? Make your predictions. Don't justify. Let's just, just hear it. And um, okay. I will start. And I think that they will talk about, we didn't dive deep into it, but inventing Anna. Mm. Okay. Here's mine. Kanye. Uh, is it is it cheating if I also say Kanye? No, no, no. I, I also say Kanye. To be because fair, at least you guys are loyal to your prior bets. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we made our predictions. We'll see what happens. Um, and if Sammy, Sammy, you were an amazing guest. And if you're, yes. if we're gonna we're gonna bring back your predictions, we'll we'll talk about whether you were right next week. Um, and yeah, yeah. Thank you for everything. So yes. thank you. Um, thank so you much. for having me. Yeah. Where so I'm gonna quickly talk about um what's coming up. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna talk about what's coming up on here. Then we're gonna do all do some plugs. So at the SNL network, we are back in full swing in our in our SNL on week vibes. So we've got so much content coming. John Mulaney, Saturday. We're all very excited. We're all very eager, I think, to see what happens. And we have a lot of content to be diving into it. As always, our hot take show is going to air at 1.10 a.m. Eastern right after that SNL on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. It's going to be really fun, as always, in the live chat. We've got our roundtable on Monday night immediately, you know, after the weekend to dive even deeper into the episode, the bigger themes, implications, and so on. We're going to have a patron feedback show that week where John will talk to some of our wonderful patrons and talk about... Uh, the prior episode, the Mulaney episode, and then the, the coming episode with Oscar Isaac. And if you're, if you're not a patron already, that's a really fun opportunity. So definitely check that out, patreon.com slash the SNL Network. You get to podcast with John. It's really fun. And then full circle for a week, we will be back on Thursday doing what we just did, talking about SNL, talking about pop culture, talking about whether we were wrong. The next week will be even more fun because we're going to have things to say about whether we were wrong or right the prior week so definitely tune in okay sammy where can people find you and what do you want uh, yeah to? Just, yeah no just wanted to again thank you guys for having me on this definitely exceeded my expectations i had a lot of fun 
and uh, I'll try not to hog as much oxygen next time on the, there'll be different topics, you know, that maybe I'm less geared towards, but uh, uh, you guys can find me at that Sammy K on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can catch me on, I think this week's roundtable for uh, John Mulaney's episode, which I'm very excited to watch and share my thoughts on and the SNL super fan takeovers. Definitely watch our most recent Valentine's day episode that we just did. It was a lot of fun. Yes. And um, thank you so, so much for joining us, Sammy. This has been so much fun. I feel like I've done a lot of the SNL Network podcast with you. So always a good thing to talk to you. I mean, if people want to find me at Rebarbecue on any social media platform. And I saw some people in the chat wanting to discuss Drag Race and I need some people to talk that out with. So please just like extra hit me up. always does. I just need I need to like have people listen to me and to voice my opinion. I don't have that, but yes. Or if you just want to chat, you know, um, at for barbecue on anything, and I'll be here next Thursday on Hollywood Dish. Yes. So and then for me, um, you can follow me at Nicole Rovine on Instagram, Twitter. I temporarily changed my Twitter or my TikTok to at Nicole eight zero seven nine eight. Yeah, um, I noticed it that kind of, it was impulsive. Um, I'm kind of balancing. Uh, where I want my full name and where I don't, I instantly regretted it. And when the 30 days is up where I can go back to my full name, I will I will do that and just embrace being my true self, my full self all over the internet with my full name associated with that content. I'm just going to go full throttle with all that stuff. But I think if you search Nicole Rovine wherever, you'll, you'll find me. Um, I also just please DM me all the time. Talk about anything I talk about. I, it makes me so happy just to like have people who who care about the things that I do and um it's so fun to 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 connect all of us this community it's it's been so special and um yeah so with that thank you everybody so much for hanging out with us um you can also at find all of us everything we're doing at the SNL network on Instagram Twitter um TikTok YouTube if you're here right now you can get, give us a, a subscribe you can leave a review comment uh, same thing with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just anywhere you want to click the follow, click the subscribe, um, leave a review. It, it just anything like that really helps other people find the show. And that's like the best thing that all we want to do is just like, you know, have this community and um, just meet more people like who will DM us and like DM Rebecca about Drag Race and DM me about Succession. Like, like how beautiful is that? So it makes us really happy when when we can like keep on um, you know, help, helping other people find the show and um, meet more people. It's the best. So thanks everybody so much. Have a great night, great morning, whatever time it is, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.